Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Um, this is another episode of Tension Train. Uh, I am your host, Manish on the internet. Um, in today's topics, today's topics will be WebQX WebQX A world of a completely quantum and decentralized internet um, uh, as well as the advancements in quantum computing as it is uh, the direction more or less that all of these innovations will be headed for um, topic number three topic number three will be um, how all of these advancements will impact society as a whole What is WebQX? As far as we know, there have been about three phases of the internet. There's Web1, which is more or less computer-to-computer connectivity, sharing basic information, uh, less than a couple of kilobytes in size of one another. Web 2. Web 2 is when we more or less started getting um, into the more complicated version of the internet, um, more wireless and broader uh, internet of sorts. Um, I use the terms wider and broader that's where the era of social media uh, apps and websites came about uh, to connect people more or less via third-party influences such as Meta, Google, uh, Microsoft, um, Snapchat, the, the rest of the companies. Just a, a each platform more or less provided by third-party users um, and companies to connect people um, this comes with its own limitations and benefits it had its own benefits the boom of social media created the boom of tech and communication giving rise to a massive wave of free communication and so on um, but also came about the new levels of monetization on free information when everybody is connected um, or more or less 
enough people are connected that they're able to change the structures of society and so on um, um, web 3 then there's web 3 where a few smart people and private companies saw this as a problem um, and decided to decentralize the entire system from the third-party providers um, giving peer-to-peer communication and information relay without any third-party influence uh, completely and uh, completely and entirely autonomous to a point where uh, a financial system has been built around it aka crypto markets and so on blockchain technologies and have been around since about 2008 um, as a way to counteract the restrictions and monetizations of web 2 platforms and so on and even now anyone can borderline go on the internet and learn to make their own web 3 platform that can never be taken down um, because of how web 3 works um, web 3 works with blockchain tech that kind of uses every interaction as a proof of as a proof of concept against each other how can I say basically everything that is done on the web is permanently placed there because every chain connected to the blockchain is updated according to all of its activities and relies on the continuous um, uh, continuous activities going on there uh, to 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 prove its viability and so on yeah but let me put it in a simpler way because I feel like I'm going off on a on another train I got off and I'm getting on another train let me put it like this um if I'm sending a message to Let's call him Charles, uh, R.I.P. Queen Elizabeth, Wakanda forever and shit. Uh, if I'm sending a message to Charles uh, via blockchain, or let's say via the normal method right now, uh, the message would be encrypted, sent to Charles and recrypted on this on his device. Um, but Charles can remove or delete or alter or let's say Matthew or what's that guy? Uh, Elliot from Mr. Robot decides, hey, I don't like the message and he alters it mid mid send. Uh, the information because the information rallies or rallies on servers uh, and is built on a universal user user system. Um, it is possible to alter and change the entire process uh, before, after, and even in between uh, Charles getting the message. Uh, with the blockchain, that's not really the case. 
um, the in the message for example that I would send to Charles would be encrypted sure and then I would be giving a one half of a key to start decrypting the message Charles would have the other half of the key is how blockchain works and when the message is sent to him with my half of the key and he connects his half of the key he's able to decrypt the message and read um, you know R.I.P. Queen Elizabeth you know Wakanda forever and shit um, that's how the blockchain more or less works as far as I can understand it relies on the information being shared between the two parties and uh, being universally identified throughout the system by an ID um, and this ID is very important because once the block is updated they, uh, as they like to say in all the videos that I watch about this stuff uh, once the block is updated is block it's updated throughout the entire system everybody um, that is connected to the chain receives the update but they can't see my message that I sent to Charles because of the key that I have the universal ID that I have and the universal ID that he has uh, and the way the information has been encrypted um, and since this entire chain relies on the permanence the permanence um, because it's built the way that it is uh, everybody on the chain receives an update like I said um, so there's no way that Elliot can alter the message unless he has my key of which he won't um, unless he's a really 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 good hacker if you watch Mr. Robot you know that is more or less the case but most of the time it's not it's such an efficient system that entire world governments criminals have used the blockchain technology to move their cash discreetly um, as as of how well encrypted it is and the entire system is reliant on the chain so every transaction between blocks is permanently set on the system um, they put it in such a way that when I send Charles let's say 10 Rand to take a taxi to, to Queen Elizabeth's uh, uh, funeral um, I can't send him 10 Rand again because that 10 Rand would be permanently uh, set on Charles's profile for once on his block um, uh, and every other transaction that follows suit mm -hmm. entire system is based on being permanent and the cool thing uh, I haven't even touched on web on web X, QX yet but uh, I'm getting there but the cool thing is what ethereum has done with their with their coin 
with their coin crypto has been really bashed and gone through for the mere fact that it is very energy consuming and bad for the environment because of that as miners build entire towers to mine crypto and so on uh, calculate make calculations to complete transactions between two parties um, and Ethereum saw this and tried to fix the problem with Ethereum 2.0 which is currently live now um, by switching from a from a from a proof based system to a peer based system uh, to a peer based system I'm not going to go into the technicals of it I'm sure if you've if you've had any crypto lying around you would have heard about the update but basically instead of using the instead of using um, an energy consuming uh, proof of proof of work system that is calculated by mining machines um, a more energy efficient so energy efficient that it cuts it down by about 99.98 percent energy consumption uh, proof of proof of peer I don't know if it's proof of peer I'll have to look it up again but basically they use your device and the person who's in their interactions device and every other person's device to uh, validate the payment system on a peer-to-peer -peer basis creating more or less of a unified 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 um, less energy consuming system mm, while still keeping the added security of the blockchain active uh, and the anonymity of every transaction intact um, which is huge which is huge especially for Vitalik because he sold Vitalik is the developer of, of Ethereum which is responsible for every other branch out of the blockchain more or less um, but it is huge because he solved the biggest problem with crypto which is that it's very energy consuming very bad for the environment very bad very bad for the environment and then he went a step further um, and because now it's a more efficient and less energy consuming system the gas fees if you've ever made a crypto transaction you understand the horrible 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 satanic ritual that is the gas fee the gas fees for ethereum were always ridiculously high costing a lot of users money um, because he fixed that problem it makes the gas fees a lot 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 cheaper um, meaning now not only is it cheaper and safer for the environment to transfer crypto um, it's it will become it is now more efficient and less energy consuming than fiat physical current physical money on analog um, which is huge we haven't seen any big shifts yet but I'm sure once the realization sits through sits in 
um, there will be a massive shift on top of that XRP slowly winning the case against the SEC um, uh, a ridiculous case I can add um, I'm seeing it as the last hurdle that, that the crypto market can go through there's still the added threat of you know fake coins people who withdraw your money and run away uh, and so on and so on um, because of the, the, the way the decentralized system is and how efficient it is because of it um, but as more monetization around crypto becomes uh, potent I'm sure industries are going to watch I mean have this dealt with um, more efficiently there are some politicians that feel that uh, monetizing crypto is not really a good thing at all okay okay I think I'm, I'm diverging too much let's come back to web cubex but we'll focus on the peer-to-peer -peer information thing because that's how I, I imagine WebQX working. Um, uh, I understand WebQX. This is only a term that I made up. Um, but I understand WebQX as the Internet of Things. Um, the Internet of Things, but a little more advanced than that. Um, uh, the Internet of Things being all of our gadgets and servers and satellites and machines that are able to run algorithms uh, all uh, working on a unified hive mind system um, that's what I'd understand WebQX to be uh, the way I see it system like WebQX to work um, for a system like WebQX to work we'd need for one very strong um, and massive server banks that are able to run high amounts and volumes of information at a time um, and an internet uh, distribution system that is 10 times that is 10 times more powerful than those servers um, able to transact massive amounts of data uh, between machines at all times and all points and to have a system well encrypted enough safe enough to have all this run without the errors and vulnerabilities that we'd, uh, we've experienced with current um, machining standards why, Q, why WebQX is significant uh, would be the simple understanding that all things are running from a unified point of information um, which means any data represented to any individual at, all, at any point would be accurate to that exact point. Um, but that would require a lot of information.
information and I'm I totally I wholeheartedly believe that it will come across a WebQX in the next uh, 10, 10, 15 years if not less because of the massive advancements we've made with technology as it is for example um, there is tech or there are innovations made for computers to calculate um, algorithms in two timelines um, we have the tech or humanity more or less has the tech to literally peer into time and its variations to so far um, to synthetically run to synthetically run information um, and processes into separate timelines um, which is great which is great which is great um, because it means we've reached the point where we have uh, machines that are powerful enough to to split their information uh, throughout variable points in time um, meaning we'll be able to calculate physics medicine combinations or molecule combinations for medicine um, stronger material structures a lot faster since we can divide the amount of information being calculated in literally two timelines um, and hopefully more as time goes on um, and hopefully more as time goes on um, what else what else WebQX will be wholeheartedly responsible for the unification or evolution of how people interact with technology for one provided that uh, humanity is willing to evolve its understanding on how well we evolve for one um, for a great example I like to use is Neuralink um, despite its very bolstered um, abilities by Elon Musk so for example being able to cure neural diseases and bring sight back uh, recommunicate or reconstruct the nervous system to be more efficient in the human body I think those are very bolstered terms for its current abilities but as far as I've seen their current abilities are still uh, earth-shattering not only because of the videos we've seen so far being of the animals with the Neuralink chip implanted and the information relaying on them and just to and just to give some scope the information relaying through Neuralink is not just um it's not just movement and brainwave activities everything everything you see Thing you smell exactly in the moment, everything you feel, understand, think, 
uh, relaying as simply as, as possible but no simpler than that into a machine a small chip embedded at the top of your skull this is revolutionary not only in that it solves so many issues um, because of of how it integrates the information with the surrounding technologies um, but um, if they are successful in these bolstered claims um, they'd be able to Neuralink would be able to actively um, evolve uh, the human race synthetically or in the direction that we want we wish we can already do um, but all in external means via CRISPR for one um, uh, and uh, artificial limbs and so on uh, why this will be important to the web QX because humanity or the mind of a person would be directly integrated into the internet of things um, into the information of things um, and the benefits that on, of that on its own are unparamount when you witness or hear about stuff like China being able to create a universal identification system that everybody can use without their ID or driver's license or credit card and so on to be able to move around do things in a very safe and concise manner though completely monitored as it may be um, it really plays into the, 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 the evolutionary bounds that we're headed for um, but this may push the limits on our understanding I'm gonna move I'm gonna pass my stop but um, I'm gonna come back to WebQX um, and not just that because of the new speedy and more time efficient uh, methods of innovation we will be able to come up with uh, because of the faster processes and faster internet and innovative ideas around working in a world with those counteractive systems not counteractive systems but with those systems working with the individual um, working with the individual you know, will be able to bring about major evolutionary change uh, because it's not so long ago uh, about less than 200 years ago that people were riding horses less than 200 200 years ago people were riding horses and now we're sending people back to the moon uh, back to the moon um, uh, 
levels of tech and innovative freedoms, innovative freedom as we've had uh, over the past 10 years alone are crazy, are very crazy, are very crazy. Um, because 10 years ago there wasn't the technology to have contact lenses, for example, that let you stare at the surface of the moon uh, through a synthetic zoom system. Um, those contact lenses are made by Mojo Vision. Feel free to go to check them out. But that's where we are. Years ago, 144p was considered high resolution. And now we can literally stare at the very surface of the moon with your eyes. Pretty crazy. Mm. WebQX, it's very important. Oh, and I've really spanned out this entire freaking podcast. <laughs> um, but I think I've covered the entire basis of what I'm trying to talk about. Uh, WebQX. Uh, and let's not even touching on the augmented reality space that's coming up. Um, and the more innovative AI systems being built. There are still AI systems being built becoming more and more efficient and more and more revolutionary. For example, Dolly 2 has since upgraded um, and it's able to expand or they call it outpainting. It's able to expand on its synthetically made pictures um, in whatever way the, the user wants it done. The user wants it done, yeah. Mm. Uh, and the fork, the fork uh, variants of Dolly being mid-journey and stable diffusion. I managed to use both of them. They're pretty freaking amazing for one. <laughs> um, and the upcoming, and the upcoming... Uh, tech of text to video where you can literally place a sentence and a computer will synthetically make up a video of that exact scenario for you um, via AI generated means uh, in many ways uh, and then the revolutionary technology of image to 3D which is very important for the augmented space because then it'll be able to lay over lay over the groundwork or the blueprint for for the existing reality currently um, to build on it already as it is there are fun augmented reality games for fitness where you can reach checkpoints um, with your phone you'll see floating floating gifts that may contain discounts to stores um, coupons or outright cash or gifts that they send you for reaching a health 
um, a health checkpoint basically incentivizing and integrating the real life terrain into an efficient digital system uh, in a very fun in a very fun and expansive way um, and easy for people to use um, I think that's pretty much it topic number two and three I spoken about touched on in how WebQX oh yeah WebQX I, I imagine WebQX running on the relay of information between all devices right everything satellite to your satellites to your rovers on Mars to um, your basic toaster um, that notifies your phone when it's done all relaying in live information feeds uh, throughout all devices that coupled with Neuralink meaning we have a live information feedback loop between literally people and machines at all times um, creating a more efficient creating a more efficient environment or a more open environment for um, expanded experiences I call them expanded experiences because then the the act of for example calling an uber won't be the whipping out of your phone or uh, or stuff like that it would just be the thought of I'd like to go home I wonder if the nearest uber is nearby and literally being able to either feel sense or see your driver coming for you yeah your driver coming for you to pick you up um, which I think is really cool but that's just the, le the leisure sense of it the leisurely points of it imagine being able to pick up where the nearest signal tower is if you've lost or have the general feel or understanding of a terrain and have your body physically and autonomously adjust to 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 to, to conserve energy and to, and keep you healthy in a way um by monitoring your brain activity or activities in general and altering them in real time according to your own adjustments this will need a very 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 strong bustered and very big bolstered amount of security because already as it is advertising forms are literally trying to read your mind china has successfully done so but i'm not gonna speak about that now obviously we'll have to start with just the internet of things for now and slowly integrate it into our daily lives uh, in a way that is not counterproductive to the way that we operate or society operates as it is um, but moving forward I'm sure um, this tech will be around in the next 10 to 15 years if not sooner um, um, 
bring about a very, very massive and crazy age of innovation through our society. Um, that's my perspective on WebQX. Oh, quantum computing. Quantum computing. I touched on that with the timeline calculations and um and how it'll affect society. This is Munch signing out. I hope you enjoy the rest of your ride. Uh, thanks for coming along on my tangent train. Peace.